Hello, and welcome to The Jam. This is for when your life and your toast are a little dry. I'm Joanne. And I'm Maddie. And together we make The Jam. And we're excited to sit here and chat with you. So grab a cup of something delicious. Enjoy the show. So, should we talk about this topic? Sure. Let's talk about our topic. What's our topic today, Maddie? So our topic today is travel. And I I was just frying up some Indian bread this afternoon. And I was like, it could be fun to like talk about travel. I, I enjoy traveling and kind of have a specific mindset around traveling, like where I go or what I do. And I know Joanne really enjoys traveling and is well-traveled and kind of also has a similar I don't know, like mindset around how she travels or like what she does. So I thought it could be kind of fun for us to talk about that, share some of our insights or even some of our like funny stories of things that have happened to us while we are traveling. So that's kind of where it came from. Joanne, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, especially while, well, I, I thought about this too, oddly enough, before you mentioned it, because I was, I was thinking, oh, I found this sweet plane deal. We can talk about it later. And it, it made me think like, that would be a fun podcast, especially since so many people are like not traveling or yeah. can't travel or whatever, like mm-hmm. to reminisce on the fun things that you've done or the fun yeah. things that other people have done if you haven't done anything fun. <laughs> if you haven't done something fun, you should do something fun. Even if it's just like traveling within your own state or area it's important I think to get out and see things and yeah explore especially if you're living in a new city or wanting to <clears throat> broaden your horizons even even just in small ways yeah that's true well speaking of living in a new city what's your favorite thing either that you have done or to do on your Columbus list now that you've moved to mm, that's a good that's a good question so in this area there's a lot of place there's a lot of what they call like metro parks or like in the middle of a suburb or in the middle of like a, a town there's these big kind of like nature reserve park kind of places to go walking or hiking or biking and so I've really enjoyed exploring these metro parks and a lot of them have like a coffee shop or something close to them they're like very conveniently located but you feel like you're kind of in the middle of the woods which is right up my alley so I am enjoying exploring those things one of the things Arvin and I were just talking about is we want to go skiing there's a place to go skiing that's really close to here um, that we want to go to And I even think like this can be categorized into, I don't know, like a travel or exploring your city is on Sunday, something that we do to kind of like make the day special is we try a coffee shop we've never tried before after mass. We go and like get a coffee, try something new. Um, And it's been kind of like a fun way to see different areas of the city and do something to like make Sunday special, even if like some days times he has to work on Sunday or 
whatever that was still kind of like after mass doing something fun like that so I've enjoyed that but honestly I've only really lived in Columbus for three weeks and I was traveling for like a week of that so I don't know if that really I haven't really been here for very long I'm excited to see the zoo I like zoos and one thing that Arvin and I did is that we uh, while we were dating is we went to downtown Columbus and we rented those like bird scooters and oh, yeah. around the city, which was really fun. I was super nervous to do it because I thought I was going to fall, but that's something like super inexpensive and like fun that you can do. And it was something fun we could do in quarantine. We like wiped down the handles <laughs> and had our hand sanitizer because we were like, I don't know how many people have been touching this, but it was like an outside activity, something kind of fun it like made I don't know like made the little kind of like date day we were having memorable or special Mm because we were doing something a little bit out of the ordinary even though we were still in our own city and we hadn't gone very far Mm. yeah 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 those bird scooters are scary Dave and I took them once when I think we were dating as well we like parked far away from not far far away but far enough away from downtown that we didn't have to pay for parking and then scootered to downtown to um, go to this concert. And then I was so scared of them. We just walked back to the car after this. It was fine. I mean, it was like half a mile, but it's not bad. It's it would have been faster on a scooter though. It would have been, it was way faster. And Dave, of course, having the time of his life. And I'm over here like, I'm going to fall off and say, I don't know how yep. to stop. That's exactly what happened to us too. <laughs> Or even like this week, another like thing I feel like to kind of spice up your travel is this weekend we went to Virginia to go visit family and we literally just like stayed at home with family and we just had a good time. We didn't like, even though we were like close to DC and whatever, we just kind of like laid low with family, which was not really nice. But on the way back, we just like got slushies from 7-Eleven at one of our stops because we'd like never tried them before, like wanted to try a new flavor and just like little things like that kind of like make trips memorable. Like one of the like biggest compliments that one of my, it was my sister gave to me about Arvin and I, she was like, I bet you guys would be really fun to travel with. Cause you're just kind of like down for anything. And we'll just like try something like new and spontaneous just like, because even though it might be kind of silly. And I was like, yeah, exactly. That's what makes traveling memorable that's what builds memories is doing something kind of Mm. unexpected or out of the ordinary even though it may be something even though it may be something simple and not being afraid just to like do something like that even if it's a little bit silly or unhealthy it's not like you're doing an unhealthy meaning like we probably it's not the best for us to have 7-eleven slushies but they were delicious so we did (laughs) you know so just like little things like that I think make things memorable and special is you're kind of breaking breaking out of what you would typically do yeah well so you guys have moved around a fair amount Mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite things to do when you get to a new city or in the pittsburgh area that you um because that was the most recent move right was pittsburgh yeah the most recent move was pittsburgh and we live in pittsburgh now we have for about a year and a half um well, when we moved to Nashville, that was really fun for me because Dave, um, I don't know if when he moved, that was the first. No, he'd visited with me, I guess, 
but um it was his first like extended stay in like Nashville proper um mm. when he lived there an extended stay for a year it's fine <laughs> um so it was really fun to me to be like let me show you these things that are kind of like cool that I like grew up knowing about or doing or visiting and and so that that was kind of fun um I think like hopefully when we move back I would like to think like more outside of the box um and be like you know what like I don't think either of us are gonna like have an amazing time going to like the country music hall of fame but that's in Nashville and it's something that a lot of people do and we should do it because I think I have recognized like a lot of people are like oh you're from Nashville like what should I do in Nashville and I have some like good touristy suggestions but other times I'm like well I went there for shopping and food a lot of the kids so I'm like I don't have as many like go hang out and do this type of a thing but mm-hmm. anyway so I think that I think doing things that are like quote-unquote touristy like I think a lot of natives or locals don't do and I think that's kind of a shame like your area is famous for this thing so like mm-hmm. just go do it once you know because at least then you can kind of give a review on it like oh, that museum is totally overrated. Like, I know all the tourists come here, but it's really just a waste of money. Like, okay, well, you mm-hmm. can't say that just because you read a TripAdvisor review that said that, you know. So, so doing some of those things, you know, like saving a little extra one month so that you can afford the obscene to, or what, admission to some of these things. But, um, but it's worth so, it. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with that yeah like so always kind of like against touristy things but especially for our honeymoon we did some kind of touristy things I was like oh that was fun no wonder like people like to do this like yeah we had to like spend a little bit more money but that was kind of the purpose of this and it was just like I don't know it was just like fun I don't know it felt special Mm. anyways what is one of your like um, favorite travel stories I thought the whole process of going abroad was kind of crazy. Like it was the first time I had done it. So like the whole customs situation, the eating mm-hmm. on an airplane situation, the sleeping overnight on an airplane situation mm-hmm. um, was kind of crazy. Uh, we did a 10 day to Rome and Assisi and I left early the way that my classes fell. I got like an extra three days cause there was like oh, a, nice. a day of classes. And then like, I think everyone left on Friday and we didn't have classes on like Wednesday or something. I don't know. So my friend Haley and I, we left on like Tuesday night. Like we left the Gartaz at like 6 p.m. We went to mm. Vienna. We stayed at this like ratchet, ratchet <laughs> hotel. And we were only going to sleep for like five hours. So like, who cares? But I mean, could have had bed bugs, like ratchet, cheap hotel. Ugh. And then we go to the airport and we get on this plane to Rome and it's I mean, it's like, I think the plane left at like 6 a.m. Like it is disgusting early and we didn't sleep and we felt terrible. I can't believe we even got, (laughs) we needed to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Like looking back, because we both, I just felt like we're bumbling through it. And anyway, and then we had to like trek across Italy to get to this bus that took us to Lanciano, which like if you drew, if you drew a line from Rome, like across Italy to the other coast, that's where Lanciano is. So it was a beautiful bus ride. Hmm. And we got off this bus and we had to figure out how to get to our hostel. And we had like this mat and it was just, it was just a mess. We looked so touristy. Oh um, yeah. But anyway. And Italy is Italy, the worst because none of the streets make sense. It's, there's no grid. Like grids don't exist in Italy. It's just like a free for all. It's like spaghetti. It's like the street. 
Imagine spaghetti noodles just spilled. Yeah. They're like, perfect, this is all set up on streets. Great. (laughs) It's great. Yeah, so so we we found our hostel. The guy was very nice. Like, it was fine. So um, anyway, and it was it was fun. So Lanciano is where there's the, this Eucharistic miracle where the Eucharist turned into flesh um, and blood, and so they have that like on display in Lanciano, which is like really really cool. And there was like nobody there. It was very like low touristy, very like middle of nowhere Italy. Um, mm-hmm. So that was like a fun experience because I really felt like we were immersed in Italian culture in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. And like something I really treasure because it wasn't as as amazing as Rome and Assisi and San Giovanna where we went later. It's like awesome. This place was like so cute. And I kind of wish we had spent like another day there just kind of like hanging out and soaking it in. But yeah, we like went to mass there and then we got a recommendation from somebody there and went to this like fancy Italian place that did like we did like a four course meal. I mean, it was probably so expensive. I don't remember how much it was. Huh. That was at the beginning of Austria. So I didn't care about money. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is sometimes when you travel is you like have to spend a little bit of money to do the like special thing that's there. Yeah. And yeah. at least for me, I know like when I go some like I'm probably not going to go there again. I have too much of the world right. I want to see. I don't Unless I like love someplace. I'm not really planning on going back. But right. mm. yeah, so you just kind of have to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, like Rome and San Giovanni where Padre Pio is and all that was like fun. And there were so many like mishaps along the way. I mean, I think that's a big thing about travel is like, it's not perfect, but it's kind of like those things that you like treasure all the more like. I don't know the things that didn't go right in the situations you ended up in and you know the weird train rides and the whatever like yeah so so then we went to Poland um I just went with the school on a big bus um but that I really loved like the culture of Poland and getting to see some really cool historical things like Auschwitz and um like mm-hmm. the chapel where JP2 was ordained during World War II and um like even just the town square of Poland and and eating pierogies in the town square and all this stuff um that was awesome and then going to Croatia was probably like my other top Mm. one there was like this the priest at Franciscan knew this like small friary on this island off of Croatia and we like drove there and then took two boats like you had to take this huge boat and then a rowboat to get to this island wow um and it, the water was like crystal clear and it was so awesome Hannah went on this I think yeah yeah and so it was like a, a 36 hour silent retreat and anyway it was so nice to just kind of like be alone and kind of process this it was near the end of the semester like this crazy semester we've had and being an unbelievably gorgeous place and um and then the people that we traveled with were so fun and yeah it was like a definitely a weekend that I will remember so yeah so those anyway are my little ones little stories that's fun the one that like Kate that came to mind to me when you were talking was kind of these like simple moments that happened that were some of my favorites like I did uh, during 10 day I went to Romania on a mission trip and one of the things that we did is we were staying at this um it wasn't 
it wasn't an orphanage. It was kind of like a, a day program for kids that after they were done with school, they could go there for like a meal, to hang out, for help with homework, for like learning, things like that. And we found out that in this park that was close to where the, this house was that we were working with the kids is that they were selling cotton candy. And to them, like they had, a lot of them had never had cotton candy before. It was kind of this like novel thing that we, they wouldn't be able to, to afford. But for us, like the cotton candy was super cheap. Like the American dollar is way stronger than, can't remember what they use in Romania. Anyways, and so we all, we went to, there's a group of us and we went to this park and from this stand, we bought like 25 things of cotton candy. And it was like, the cotton candy was white. And so it just looked like we were carrying like clouds with us. We like walked from the place to the park and then from the park back to the house where the kids were. And you should have like seen the kids' faces when we showed up with this cotton candy and they like were like, get the whole thing to myself like that we couldn't speak well a lot of we didn't speak their language and they didn't speak English and so we just communicated a lot through like our facial expressions and so it was so cool to like see their faces light up when we gave them the cotton candy that was really fun that was one of the I guess my highlights yeah. from that trip and one of the things that I I guess like kind of reflecting on my travel experience is that when I travel, I like to, or always kind of just end up talking to people that I need it like sitting on the train with or on the bus with, or like in a hostel with, or um, on the plane with, and you can meet some really cool people and have some like really cool experiences. Like I remember when I was in Austria, the guy I was dating at the time, he and I went to, um, we went to Ireland for Easter. And getting to Ireland was kind of a shit show, but once we like almost missed our train, we almost missed our flight, it was kind of the worst. But once we eventually got there, it was really fun. And the, we were staying in this hostel that had like two sets of bunk beds. So like I was on the bottom bunk, he was on the top bunk. And then there was these two friends that were traveling together, traveling together, a girl and a guy. And we like started talking to them and made friends with them. And they're like, yeah, we rented a car. You guys like just want to like come with us and explore Ireland. And we were like, um, either we're going to get murdered or we're going to have the time of our lives. And we're like, well, we're just going to take the risk. And we went with them and it was so fun. We like saw so much of Ireland that we wouldn't have gotten to see because we didn't have the money to rent a car. Mm. But these people, they were a couple of years older than us, like more established. They're from Germany. And they were just like excited to get to have new people to travel with. And that was really fun. And we wouldn't have like had that experience if we weren't just kind of like friendly and decided to, I don't know, just to like strike up a conversation. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I like qualities that I love about my now husband. I didn't marry that guy I was dating in that story anyways, but he, the Arvin who I married, whenever we'll like travel, he just like strikes up a conversation with people and either like, I don't know, like gets free alcohol on our flights or like gets upgraded or like hears about something super cool to do in the area all because he just like decided to talk to someone or like 
don't know, like he gets like free stuff all the time. Just because like people like him and he just will like strike up conversations with them. Um, and so I've kind of like, I've started doing that more as like, oh, it doesn't hurt to like ask or like share something and kind of see how people respond or if they latch on. Sometimes people don't and then you just move on. But sometimes people are like wanting to have a conversation or wanting to share or wanting to kind of like give tips. Did I tell mm -hmm. this story? This is like a more recent travel thing. It's just kind of small, but did I tell you what happened when I went home with my wedding dress? Did I tell this story already? No, I don't think I've heard it. Oh, it was so fun. So I just got married. And when I went home before Christmas, I had my wedding dress in a carry-on bag with me. And the plane that I was on, it was one of those planes where like the overhead bins are kind of smaller than like in a roller board, like won't fit in the top. Anyways, I didn't want to like pay to check my bag. I also didn't want to check my wedding dress. I wanted to like keep it with me. And so I was like, well, we'll kind of see what happens. And I'm like going down the jet bridge, I, like scan in and the flight attendant is like, well, ma'am, I'm, you're going to have to like put a pink tag on that and check it at the door. And I was like, well, I would really like to keep this bag with me because it has my wedding dress in it. And I don't want to like lose sight of it. And she's like, well, you can see if it fits or talk to the flight attendants once you get on the plane, see what happens. And I was like, okay, great. So I walk down and I'm getting on the plane and I'm trying to fit it in the overhead bin and it's obviously not fitting. The flight attendant's like, oh, you're gonna need to go back out and put a pink tag on that bat. And I was like, my wedding dress is in here. So I really don't want to like let it out of my sight. And she was like, well, okay, just sit here and we'll like see what we can do. It's like, okay. So they like fill up the plane and at this point, I'm like sitting in like the front area, like comfort, like more like business classy kind of area. And she's like, don't tell anyone, but just sit here. And then she like grabbed my bag and she buckled it into the seat in front of me. So I got upgraded and I got to keep my dress with me. And then I was like, thank you so much. And like, yeah, going home to get married, blah, blah, blah. The flight attendants are all into it. And then into the flight, she like comes over. She's like, can I offer you a beverage, Miss Black? And I was like, yes, I would love a glass of wine. Thank you. And I got free wine on the flight. All because I just what didn't want hell? to let my wedding dress out of my sight. Just, what I don't know, airline like, little... did you fly? This is Delta. Okay. Uh, Delta is the premiere. I should only ever fly Delta. Southwest is like, hey, sorry, you only get water and a bag of stale pretzels. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I buy a drink? This is so dumb. Because I'm like, if you're going to come around, how is the coronavirus spread more through alcohol? Like on an airplane, like one glass of alcohol than a glass of water, whatever. Anyway, but I do love Delta. I've never had a bad experience with Delta. I've had a bad experience with every other airline, but not Delta. So I love Delta. I'm a little snobby and pretty loyal to it. When I was an event coordinator, I flew Delta at least once a month. And so I think like I built up kind of like, oh, they're not like points, but they like, I don't know. Miles. More yeah. of a, like miles. Well, Delta and I've like stayed loyal to them. I've never had, yeah, I've never had a bad experience. It's been awesome. But no, yeah, I want to encourage you when you travel, just like ask for stuff, strike up conversations with people. Like you never know what might happen or what people might want to like share with you. Yeah, and it just like true. makes the world like feel, yeah, it makes the world feel smaller. 
No, oh, another time when my sisters and I traveled to Sweden, my sister Helen was studying abroad there. And Sophie and I went to go and visit her. And we were staying in Norway. We like did a road trip from Sweden to Norway and we stayed in these cute little cabins in the fjords. They were so beautiful. But any ways this um, hostel had bikes that you could rent and there was these bike trails along the fjords. So we went and we rented these bikes and there was this girl, again, I think she was from Germany and she was traveling by herself. And we just like invited her to come with us. We're like, do you wanna come? We're just gonna go biking. And she was like, yeah, I'd love to. And so she just like spent the day with us. And it was fun to like get to know this other girl from a different country. She biked with us, she had lunch with us. She was gonna come to this other like lookout spot but her train ended up leaving earlier. So we like brought her back to the train station and it was just kind of like, I don't know, it was just fun to get to have that. We'll probably never see her again, but we yeah. had this kind of like, we had this experience. I don't know, it was just cool. Um, yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite things about traveling. It's just like meeting yeah. people and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that is cool. I hope I, yeah. I hope I have the, the opportunity to do something like that, you know, like be able to travel and have the, the agency. Cause I think a lot changes, you know, like when you have a kid, cause you're thinking about like their welfare. Mm-hmm. And if I yeah. let a stranger into my car, like, what is that? Like, because if you and your boyfriend at the time when you were in uh, Ireland, like if something mm-hmm. had gone south, like I think either of you would have been perfectly capable of like handling the situation yeah you know I mean there's only so much to do when they drug you and put you in an alley but like short of something crazy like that like you know you can hold your own but like when you have like kids to think about and wrangle and whatever like really it gets hairier yeah oh do you have like tips for traveling with kids because you guys have done a fair amount of traveling with Charlotte since she's been born right yeah yeah that's true we have we did car travel when she was younger and now that she's older we've done more plane travel by choice mm. um well also because the trips that we were going to take would have been long and we probably would have needed to break it up yeah. um i mean i think my biggest thing is to do some forethought like think about things that they enjoy doing and try to like find new like charlotte really likes books so, and this was complete accident, happy accident. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I happened to go to the library the day before we left for Wisconsin. And I got um, like a, again, on a kind of like accident at the library, they had like a pre-made bag of like board books for babies. You could just call and like add it to your, whatever you have checked, you're picking up, getting checked out. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, can you add that to my order? And there's like a couple books in there that Charlotte just went crazy for. And so they were so helpful to like bring those out for the first time on the plane and she could learn mm. how to like slide the thing to make the elephant pop out or like whatever so like they were kind of interactive and she really liked that or they had like textures or whatever that she could like scratch at a million times and be so happy like to like feel something <laughs> different or whatever so that was really good I definitely packing baby snacks I think wherever you go get some baby snacks because otherwise you're going to end up in a pricey grocery store or gas station or something and you're like these aren't the snacks that I really wanted or these are too overpriced or just don't have anything and so yeah so I really um like I mean we kind of learned that the hard way in Wisconsin it was fine because we got the snacks and it was what it was but 
like knowing like, oh, what are some special snacks that your kid is going to like and that are less messy than mm-hmm. like something that you know they're going to get all over the place and packing those. Because two, I mean, airports aren't designed for babies. No, um, that's true. Or, well, this was actually a really, really handy trick. So Charlotte can walk mm-hmm. um, and she really likes moving. And so that's what made the, the plane trip harder is that she can't just run around the airplane, you know, so that we had to kind of like keep her on our laps and keep her entertained. Um, but when we did our layover in Chicago, we, they have a Eucharistic chapel. And so we went to the Eucharistic chapel to pray, but it actually was kind of like a master move because nobody goes to the chapels in airports. So we could just yeah. let her roam free. No, there's no weirdos that are going to take her. There's nobody that's going to trample her. Like she's not going to get herself into any kind of too terrible predicaments, except she did try to attack the nativity that was mm. made of ceramic. But other than that, she was like, free. yeah, really. I mean, she was free to like pull the tablecloth off of the table by the entryway or do whatever. So she had a lot of like free range, like get this energy out, enjoy yourself where like in the rest of the airport, you're always like keeping two eyes on her because you're afraid, you know, like there's so many weirdos in an airport. Mm-hmm. I mean, that lady, I don't know if you saw the news story, somebody lived in one of the Chicago airports for like three months. Yeah, they what? were too afraid to like, they flew to Chicago from LA and were too afraid to fly back to LA. So they just like stole a security pass and like lived in the airport. What? Yeah. It's, I'll have to find the article and like send it to you. It's yes, send it to me. Situation. So but weird. I mean, what? airports, I mean, airports are generally safe and I wouldn't be like too freaked out like about somebody like kidnapping her or anything, but there's just a lot of people, a lot of moving parts. So yeah, even to, just like, like her getting airport, lost. Yeah. Like, so going to an airport chapel or an airport yoga room or whatever, like even just like the section of the terminal that nobody uses, like, and just let your kid run around like crazy. Cause that gives them kind of like the ability to just have some time. So um, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, and then actually Emily Wilson, I'll have to link it in the description box. She did a fantastic video on flying with the baby that mm. I thought of a lot when I was flying. And I was like, wow, this is true. Like wear tennis shoes. Like I know it's annoying at security, but you are going to be grateful when you're chasing kids and you're lugging stuff and you have proper footwear. That was a great one. Also pack yourself a treat because mm. I, I mean, like you are, she was like, you are going to get to the point and you're going to say, I cannot go home. And then you're going to remember that you packed yourself chocolate covered pretzels and you're going to say, I can go on. And you get out the chocolate covered pretzels and you eat them. And it was so like that, it was so true. Like at one point I was like, Dave, like I can't go on. It was actually (laughs) the way home from your wedding. It was like a a nightmare. And so it was just, it was too long. Our layover was like four and a half, five hours. Oh my gosh. And then we thought it was cute at the time. Charlotte got Dave's car key and put it in the trash can. And then it was a classic Jesus lost in the temple situation. I thought Dave got the keys out of the trash can and Dave thought (laughs) I got the keys out of the trash can. So the keys are actually in the landfill in Eau Claire somewhere. And we had to, we were like stranded at the airport. We're going through all of our luggage in Pittsburgh, like desperately hoping we had thrown it in somewhere. And 
anyway, so I was like, Dave, I can't go on. I was like, I have to get on another plane. It's so late. I'm so tired and I'm so mad about you losing your car key. <laughs> yeah. And so we like, I was like, I don't care about calories or diets or anything. I'm going to the freaking convenience store and I'm buying myself a treat. So we both got treats and then Charlotte thankfully slept almost the entire way home. And I just ate my treat and we talked. I don't remember what we talked about. Do you remember what we talked about? Oh, whether or not I needed to make money for our family to be able to survive. <laughs> this is really good. Always a fun topic. <laughs> so anyway, um, a terrible time. So make, give yourself a treat. But anyway, watch that video because she has good tips. Okay, yeah, put that in the comment box or whatever we call it, the show notes. Okay, I'm getting a little yawny. Sounds good. Yeah, I think that was all I really wanted to share about traveling at this point. Yeah, I think it's good. Just do it. Enjoy it. Just do it. Just go. Take your time. You're young. You're so young. Just go. (laughs) Travel. (laughs) And also... Like, there's so much world to see. And also, sometimes seeing the world, like, with a child. I don't have my own children, but I have lots of younger siblings. It can, like, enhance traveling because they're, like, seeing these things through fresh eyes. And they're not jaded. And they just, like, enjoy stuff. And it, I don't know. There's just, like, something special about, like, traveling with a child, I think, and watching them experience things for the first time. Even just like mundane things that you wouldn't like, you kind of. I think as adults, we come to sometimes like lose our wonder, and kids are still like have so much wonder. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited for Charlotte to get older and for us to be able to like really share things with her. And it's not like, oh, you're doing this, but you don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I do, I mean, we had the coronavirus, so I understand why we didn't, but I do regret not traveling more when she was younger, mm-hmm. if only because it's so easy, you put the baby in the baby carrier, invest in like an ergo baby carrier, your baby can sleep in the car, your baby can sleep in the carrier, mm-hmm. schedule in when you need to like feed the baby, whatever, like be a little flexible, but like do it when they're young too, because I feel like that's mm-hmm. a con, and now it's like, okay, she needs to roam, so I can't go like on the 10 mile hike because mm. she can't keep up and she's not going to be able to hang mm-hmm. so yeah it's good advice I try alright well happy trails everybody yeah happy trails Joanne's going to sleep and I'm going to make dinner for my husband yeah maybe I'll watch thank you so much for Creek. listening we'll to this week's episode feeling. of The Jam be sure yeah. to check us out on Instagram at the underscore j dot a dot m to catch up with us through the week and see what we're up to all right well also if your favorite podcast app that you are listening on allows for reviews please leave us a review that helps us to be able to reach more people and share our funny stuff with them be sure to come back to your favorite podcast app every wednesday at noon that's when we post our new episodes and we would love to have you listen in thanks y'all